back to the Keep Moving podcast. My name is Miranda. I am your co-host. I have Drew joining me this morning as well as co-host. Good morning, Drew. Good morning. Our podcast speaks uh, with trainers and staff and members of the gym that we work with on a daily basis, trying to uncover and, and highlight those tips and tricks and tidbits of inspiration and motivation to help you get on back on track or keep you on track uh, with that fitness journey and with your goals. Uh, we have another new voice joining us today. Good morning, Jeff. Jeff holds the title of Master Trainer here at Burn Boot Camp um, in the La Crosse area as well as just across the river over in Minnesota at our Rochester and Eden Prairie Burn Boot Camps. Um, Jeff, tell us a little bit kind of what your role is, the importance of your role and how you came about it and then back it up a little bit more to your own journey into the fitness world, what ignited your passion. Yeah. So, um, well, part of my role as Master Trainer, you know, the vision is to help cultivate and and continue to grow our trainers at an individual location basis um help bring them up so you know i had the opportunity um as a head trainer formerly of lacrosse south location um back to go to burn you and i got to work one-on-one with our founder ceo devin klein um and really that that experience and it's not to take anything away from anybody else the way they do it now but i think that is something that i get to kind of really hold up high and it helps I've had that individual training with with that individual to help kind of really know what burn boot camp is supposed to be all about um and what his vision was for it and so I've been able I think using that experience has kind of led me to this situation or this this opportunity to help kind of put that into all of our trainers and give them that experience as well through through me um, and so not only that, but also just to continue to keep up with the pulse of, of our locations and make sure that they are, um, you know, they have the right energy. They're, they're staying positive, that our community is strong, that our workouts are amazing. Um, so that's kind of my, the big role that I, I bring in, bring to the table. Um, and so, yeah, and I'm super excited to be a part of that and to, you know, be able to grow along with it. So, um, you know, when it comes to fitness, I've always kind of been, I grew up on a farm, so I've always been active. Uh, and so with that, I spent a lot of time as a, as a kid playing football out in the yard with my cousins, uh, because that was just what we did in our free time. And so I've always been active like that. I've always been into, uh, into sports and, and watching sports and always, you know, as a kid, I was that kid that was like, I want to be a professional football player, not knowing at the time that my genetics didn't really, uh, you know, being five, six, wasn't, you know, going to get me quite there. Although there are some people that can, but, um, anyways, it's, I've always wanted to be athletic and I, I actually grew up as a kid that wasn't very, um, because of my stature, I wasn't give, gifted with being big or having a lot of muscle right away. I actually didn't really get to that point until I was in college. Um, but I worked my butt off, and, and I did it through fitness. So that's what kind of being at that disadvantage kind of led me to really be interested in fitness and be interested in conditioning and how the body works and how you build up the body. Um, and so I played you know three sports throughout high school. I was a football player. I wrestled. Um, so I've had that experience with, you know, diet as well early in, in my adolescent years. Uh, and then I also ran track and field and pole vaulted. And it was, you know, great, great experience. It, again, it helped cultivate for, within me the importance of the, 
the training that goes into it. And so I, I learned to have an appreciation for like what it takes to build up your body and build up your performance from a performance standpoint. Um, you know, once I graduated, I, you know, I had all intentions on going and playing football in some way, shape or form in college. But again, stature didn't really do me well with that. I could have probably walked on, but it was just, I was also a very shy, intimidated kid as growing up. Uh, so I actually went a couple of years without doing anything other than working out in college. And I grew to, again, learn more. And I actually ended up trying out for rugby. And I played rugby for two and a half years, uh, which was an awesome experience. And again, I was able to, being the experimenter that I was, I was able to experiment with my workouts because we didn't have like a performance program through rugby because it was a club sport. So like I had to do all the training based on my own research. And so it led me to really dive into it and try to create and, and get more knowledge in terms of like, how do you build strength? How do you build power in, in, in your body? How do you build more muscles? So that way you're bigger. Um, and I led that into my training for rugby and, and I was able to kind of see how I was able to transform on the field. And it was a really cool experience to watch that. And then, um, after rugby, I actually had experience working with professional athletes uh, for my internship uh, at Next Level Sports Performance in Milwaukee or Waukesha, Wisconsin. Uh, and I, again, it really just put everything together for me, all the things that I had learned in school to understand how you apply it to now individuals instead of just myself. How do I teach it? How do I program for somebody? And uh, taking that uh, went and did personal training after that. And I actually utilized a lot of what I learned. And so I've always kind of like the burn motto. I've always trained people like athletes. Um, even as a personal trainer, I, even if you weren't considered an athlete, I still trained you like an athlete, because if you look at athletes, they're ultimately, that's like what everybody wants to achieve is some sort of physique like that. Or, and I shouldn't say everybody, but like, that's ultimately, we look at that as a pillar of health. Um, and so I've always done it that way because I know it gets results and it works well. And that's how I ended up at burn is, uh, that summer or that fall I was looking for as a personal trainer, it's a grind because you have to get your own clients. And I was like, God, if there was just a full-time opportunity for personal training in fitness. And at the time, like burn was like, not burn was like kind of the pioneer of like creating full-time fitness. Um, and I got this email from our, from our, uh, franchise partner. It was through Indeed, and it was like this wacky email, and I was like, "What the heck?" But it said full time. I'm like, "This has to be a joke." And I ended up. I'm like, I told my wife, and she's like, "Dude, that's got to be that's sketchy. Like that can't be real." I'm like, "Whatever. What do I have to lose?" And I ended up applying, and I got it, and that's where I ended up and training at Burn Lacrosse South for three three and a half years. Um, I went to. I've kind of been in Burn ever since. I did take a little six-month hiatus, but then I went down to Georgia, was a trainer down in Georgia and Atlanta, and then came back, and now I'm master trainer of our six locations up here. So um, I bleed blue, and I, I love what Burn has to offer. I love the community aspect, but I also love that our approach to nutrition. I love our approach with the fitness side of things that we, we don't – we really push our clients, this female, you know, focused – clientele um to 
look at muscle and look at being strong as beautiful. And that's what I really appreciate about it. And I, it, it aligns with my values. So that's what's kind of led me to continue. No matter what I do, I just love burn. I love what it's about. So it's, it's pretty cool. You know, you're the third burn trainer that we've talked to now on these podcasts. And I think unless you really know the person, the trainer, you know, people, tend to see it as like, okay, you went to school, you got some certifications, you know how to lift weights and now you're going to teach somebody else, but you don't understand like this has been for so many, it's been like your life. Mm -hmm. Like you totally bleed this whole fitness and health industry from a kid. And that passion was built so young. Um, and it's kind of funny. We're talking about mindset today and a few things that you just mentioned really kind of cued into that of, you know, you had disadvantages of your build when working in sports um, and not maybe not being able to follow football but finding something else that worked for you based on that and so keeping like that positive mindset has kept you going through this so while we're on the subject of mindset um, I'll turn it over to you kind of what is that what is that definition that you see that as and why is that so important for someone to have a positive mindset it's my definition is probably not like the perfect definition in terms of like what it means. I have a more like mindset is all about how you view your opportunities, how you view the world um, and any challenges that you, you that come up in front of you because your mindset plays such an important role in how you're going to approach those things, those opportunities, those challenges, the, the way the world is going right now. Like you can look at it. And I, I always remember this from the book I read, which I was not a good reader or I didn't like reading in high school, but I just, uh, it always stuck with me was, uh, the great Gatsby. One of the lines is like, he views the world through rose colored or rose petaled or rose colored glasses. Um, I can't remember exact quote, but like that always resonated with me because now if you view it's how you view the world is all dependent upon the lens that you have that you're looking through. Um, because you can look at it through a dark lens and where everything's negative and doesn't matter what happens. Life just isn't going your way. You can look at it that way and life can seem like that, or you can, you can decide to shift your mindset and find the positives in life or the positives in the opportunity or the challenge that you have in front of you. Um, for me personally, I, I learned that, uh, early on in college, I was somebody who, um, I've always dealt with anxiety, depression. Um, and as somebody who's dealt with that, you, I'm a worrier. And I always look at like the challenges in my life at a time were so like, they just took me down. And I always was like, just, this isn't good. I always looked at things kind of negatively. I, I, I would say I was almost a little pessimistic as a, as a kid, like things just, I always looked for like, I would always say before something happened, that this is going to, it's just, it probably won't work out. Like that was always, that was my way, my crutch of like getting through it. So that way, if it did work out, I was like ecstatic. But if it didn't, it was like, I wasn't disappointed. So I kind of always looked at it that way. But when I went to college, I went through a really bad bout of anxiety, depression was to the point where I was suicidal, like scary stuff. And I was somebody who was like very open with it and like, was like, I need help. Like I got to get help. But what it taught me, even though it was like a scary time in my life was that I need to look at my mindset has to change. I got to look at like things that don't go my way differently because if I don't like my life's just going to be 
crap. Like it's just, I'm always, I'm never going to live life because I'm going to be just worrying about the next thing. So like that, from that point on, I learned to shift my mindset and look at things and try to find silver linings in everything that I do or anything that, that approaches me. Um, and I'm sorry if that got away from a little bit of what we were talking about. Um, but that's, that's why I find that it's important because if, and we kind of discussed this a little bit, like the differences between a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. Um, and I feel like if we're always stuck in that fixed mindset, for those of you who don't know, thanks Miranda for helping me out with this. Um, but it's more so like things, if they're not going to go your way, it's just the way it is. And you knew it was going to happen. Whereas a growth mindset is seeing that opportunity, wanting to get stronger from it, building upon it. Um, and I think if we, we got to understand where our mindset's at because if it's not in the right place, we're not going to grow. We're not going to get to those goals that we want. And I've experienced firsthand being somebody that was, I've always been fit, but like I'd never, I've always looked at people who were shredded and like just had definition and stuff like that. Like I've always been built, um, like that. But when I did burn athlete a couple of years ago was the first time that I really realized, like, if, if I look at every opportunity, if I, is a, in a, a positive light and continue to just strive for it and let the failures happen and then grow from it that you can achieve that. And I went from being a hundred and like 90 pounds down to a hundred and like 60 pounds in about five or six months. Um, and got my body fat down to 8% and was like, but I, and I, but I was somebody who never thought that was going to happen to me. Like I never thought that I could do that, but I changed my mindset. I was like, I had everything against me from a mindset point. I had to switch it up and just believe that I could and like just focus on it and on those goals, on those, on what I was going for. What was that moment, Jeff, that you, you realized when you're going to that burn athlete that you felt your mindset shift? Cause I'm sure it wasn't, or was it right away at the beginning? Did you go in knowing I'm going to do this or did you have a defining moment that you went, you know what? I can do this. I think for me, it's going to sound kind of, I don't know the right word. It's going to kind of sound not like it's not important, but like, no, right away when I first, like I had a couple other people that were doing it and I'm like, dang it, if they're going to do it, I got to freaking do this. Like I have to do it. And right away I was like, I still don't, I doubted myself. I still didn't know if I was going to be able to do it, but I was like working on my mindset to like, no, you just keep telling yourself you're going to do this. You're going to work hard. You're going to, you're going to put in the work for the nutrition side of things and, and figure this out. Um, but I think once I, there was, I was always somebody who wanted to be like, I wanted my veins to pop. And when I first saw like in my forearms, like those veins starting to pop, like that was the moment my mindset switched from like, I might be able to do this to like, I'm going to do this. Um, it was that physical, that physical thing for me that did it. Um, but I also think there's part, I think a little earlier, I started believing in myself more too, because I was starting to feel better. Um, I was starting to see my energy levels change. And then I was showing that I could eat the way I needed to eat to get to that point. Because I'll tell you right now, the workouts got me there, but the nutrition is what put me over the edge. Like it wouldn't have happened without the nutritional mindset of staying focused on being disciplined and, and just trusting it. So there, I think that point also where I was like, man, I've been doing this for three weeks 
and I haven't broken yet was uh, another like, aha, like I can do this kind of thing. Did you need anybody in your corner or like, were there times that you wanted to quit or were you so determined to make it happen on your own? Um, you know, without kind of that team in, in the back or was that your wife that really helped push you or, <laughs> um, my wife helped. Um, and this is nothing against her. She just had her own things going on. Like we were pregnant and, uh, so she, I wasn't gonna, you know, put that on top of her. So, um, for me, I honestly, I had our franchise partners in our corner, but other than that, I did it by myself. Um, I did with the help of like some of my colleagues, like helping me. But like when it came from a motivation standpoint, like it wasn't like I didn't have anybody other than I will say my support trainer at the time, Lori, was a great, great. She kept me kind of accountable to it. Um, but I think I think the biggest part of it is making sure for me was like making sure that I I stayed true to like what that goal was. Um, and it, I'm struggling to figure out what exactly how to answer that question, but can you re repeat it one more time just so that way I kind of, well, I think some of it, some of it goes from, you know, that journey can be very lonely at yeah. times. And especially with you, you know, you, you talk about, you know, a lot of times we put these doubts in our mind to hedge the outcome. Mm -hmm. That way, if it doesn't happen, we're not disappointed. We're not right. hurt. We, we believed so much that it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. And so for you having that background, you know, can make this journey even more of a challenge because there's that self-doubt in there that you're yeah. already starting to put in there. And so I didn't know if you, if you felt you needed to lean on others around you to get through that first, you know, that first difficult time because right. five months is a long time, right. especially on your own. Right. Um, I will admit, like I had doubts, like especially early on. I think what kept me going was I had a community of people that I was already a part of with all these amazing women who I had, I had almost put the onus on myself. I put the pressure on myself. I announced that I was going to do it. Like I, at that point there was no option of failure because I, it was almost, it's almost like writing things down, but I had like, I knew that the, one of the best ways to get to the, where I wanted to be was to announce it. And like, it didn't mean that they had to hold me accountable to it, but because I had told them, I couldn't, I couldn't let them down. Like I told all our members, I said, I am doing this guys. I'm going to work towards it. I'm going to get there. Like I'm doing this because of you. Like basically, um, that's what I will say. That was another piece. So I guess I shouldn't say it wasn't maybe correct, correct that I was alone. I, I guess I, when I think of like doing it by myself, I think like I didn't have a coach, like I didn't have somebody there to like, you know, hold me necessarily accountable other than all those members, like all those members that I had are what kept me going because I, I told them I was going to do it. Um, they've, I've seen them transform if they can do these things like, and I'm their trainer. Why, why can't I do it? Like I better be able to do it if I'm, you know, I'm practicing what I preach basically. So I also did it for that too. Like I wanted to show that even for me as a trainer, although I was in good condition that I could be in better condition. Although some people would argue that back at 8% body fat, I didn't look the healthiest, but, and I probably wouldn't go back to that, but I just wanted to show that you can do it. Like it doesn't matter what your doubts are, what excuses you put in your head, where your mindset's at. If you switch your mindset, you can make it happen.
It's but your brain has to be the first thing. That's one of the best things that Devin, our CEO and founder, ever told me is that you're and what he's instilled into burn is that your mindset plays the biggest role. You can kind of half hazardly come in and say, I'm gonna just start working out. But if you're not fully in it, if you haven't wrapped your brain into I'm going to do this you're not going to achieve what you want to achieve because your brain, your brain leads you. You can't put a cart before the horse. I mean, that's the biggest thing. And if you don't, if you think you're going to go into it without the right mindset, you're not going to get out of it what you expect to, unless your brain is kind of in the same wavelength. So you went through obviously the, the physical transformation through that journey. What, what was the mental transformation? Has that stuck with you through on? Like, did you learn quite a bit about yourself there or that you've now been able to carry forward with you? I I would say that it, I had good and bad with it. Um, from a, from a mindset side of things, I, what I appreciate with what I went through to get there, it was intense. Five months is not, it's a long time to do things, something, but it's also a short amount of time to do what I did. Um, I learned how to do it healthfully and I've learned from some of the mistakes I've made, but I also learned what I've, have with my clients how your mindset how it can view food and how you can have a not so healthy relationship with it like it got to the point where I was having anxiety about like when this is all over what am I going to eat like what if I what if I eat that piece of pizza like am I going to lose because I'd worked so hard to get to that point so I from a mental standpoint it was I had some negative like I'm not going to sit here and deny that it was all positive. Um, I did have some negatives that went with it, but I also learned from it again. It's a mindset thing. Like, how are you going to, are you going to let that, you know, fester and like just run with your life? Are you going to like take a step back and realize that I need to, I need to learn from this instead. Um, from a, from a positive standpoint though, I've proven that I can do that. Like, I I'll be honest, like I'm not where I'm want to be now. Like I went through a period COVID was not nice to me either. I know a lot of people think like trainers, all oh, they're, they're good. They, they have the motivation. Like I, again, my anxiety, my depression going through COVID down in Atlanta, Georgia by myself, not really knowing a lot of people. We were just, we just moved there two months prior. Like I went into a, I mean, be honest with you guys, like a five month stretch where I didn't work out. Like, and I ate like crap, like, I've been through it. So I, again, I, I look at that as it was, it was crappy. It sucked. Um, but I also like, now I know what my members go through and how they're, how they, I can relate to them now because of that. And now it's like, I'm getting myself back into that groove. I'm getting myself back into the nutrition side of things. I'm getting myself back into the working out and owing it to myself to do that. But it, I'll be honest, it took me, I was in a bad mo- stretch for a good year mentally from a looking at exercise standpoint. Like I was, I got to the point where I was lazy. I got to the point where I didn't, I didn't have the motivation. And, but I, in my head, I knew I have to get back there. And I've done burn athlete. I can do, I can do get back to where I want to be. So that's led me to that point where I, I'm now I've finally flipped my mindset personally, even in the last couple of weeks, like it's literally just transformed again. And it goes to show like that anybody can switch, switch that mindset. You've just got to put you, it does take work. It's not a, 
it's not a matter of just one day you wake up and it's like, oh, there it is. I'm right back on track. No, it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of thought and where you're just, yeah, you're going to go through that disappointment in yourself. And, but you, again, how are you going to view that disappointment? Are you going to feel bad for yourself or are you going to like pick up and do something about it? And I have a, an amazing wife who she won't let me do that. She would just say, no, stop being a baby and, and get, <laughs> get back to work. Like do what you want. Like if you're going to complain about it, do something about it, you know, instead of just complaining. Cause what, what does complaining do for you? You're just complaining the rest of your life. Nobody wants to hear it anyways. All right. I hate to cut us off here because there is so much more that we could talk about with this mindset topic, but we would be on here for two more hours. Thank you, Jeff, for joining us today and sharing all of this great information. Uh, We'll dive into more topics on our next Keep Open podcast.